0: Sportscast. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to KFR Sportscast. I am one of your hosts, BG Brian Gilbert. And I am joined with Big Sexy Jake, the heel Jacob Bradley, and our guest today, Philip What? We're all in person. All in person. We're not in boxes like the Brady Bunch. Oh my God. In both. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyways, so we're going to be going over the NBA's 75th anniversary team. Man. People who are on here deserve to be on here, and some who we have opinions that we think should... Be on here and someone who should not be on here. Some vary. Some pay- results. results may vary. Okay, so uh, we're going to read off this uh, this list in alphabetical order, starting at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Ray Allen, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Carmelo Anthony, Nate Archibald, Paul Arizin, Charles Barkley, Rick Barry, Elgin Baylor, Dave Bing, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, Will Chamberlain, Bob Cousy. Dave Cohens, Bill, Billy Cunningham, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Dave DeBusschere, <coughs> Clyde Drexler. We need to Tim, save Clyde Drexler, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, Julia <coughs> Serving, Patrick Ewing, <coughs> Frazier, Kevin Garnett. i to say Kevin Durant. Okay, George George Gervin, Al Greer, James Harden, uh, John Havlicek. Alvin Hayes, Alan Iverson, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Sam Jones, Michael Jordan, Jason Kidd, Wydeliner, Damian Lillard, Jerry Lucas, Carl Malone, Moses Malone, Pete Maravich, Bob McAdoo, Kevin McHale, George Minkin. Oh, oh it was. he was on a roll, man. I got that fat man breath. That <laughs> <laughs> pick five and a half. That pick five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie <laughs> Miller, uh, Earl, Earl Monroe, Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, Shaquille O'Neal. Kim uh, Elijah Wong, Robert Parrish, Chris Paul, Gary Payton, Bob Pettit, Paul Pierce, Scotty Pippen, Willis Reed, Oscar Robertson, David Robinson, Dennis Rodman, <laughs> Bill Russell, Dolph Shays, Bill Sharman, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Nate Thurman, Wes Unsled, Dwayne Wade, Bill Walton, Jerry West, Russell Westbrook, Lenny Wilkins, Dominique Wilkins, and James Worthy. Just a little sidebar, I thought when he read Dolph Shays that that Y was a V and it says Dolph James. I was going to be like, wow, that's kind of be... useful information. Yeah, you probably did. Probably uh, uh, you probably did You probably so did shame. Shame. Okay, so top 75. Uh, and then on the flip side of that, if I can get back to it in time, I was just there. Uh, some of these uh, players that were snubbed. Big snubs. Uh, Dwight Howard, Pau Gasol, Vince Carter, uh, Dikembe Mutombo, Tony Parker, Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming, Penny Hardaway, Alex English, uh, and there's definitely more that we think. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, uh, so, yeah um, definitely.
0: Uh,
1: you know, Jake, I'll let you kick this one off. What do you think? Uh, I know I know, you've got a couple of uh, players that you think should. Or well, yeah, we, you, you
2: got guys. Listen, like, we'll, we'll touch on someone like Kyrie. Okay. It's very debatable that he even belongs on this list. No. You know, He's a great player, Give him that. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from him. But with James Harden, I feel like the accolades aren't there, and he's a very one-dimensional player. And in terms of like he's a scorer, and a lot of his his gameplay is going through the lane. He gets fouled. He's not the greatest even player we have. Right. Comparing it to guys like Tony Parker, Chris Weber, um... I, I, just a few of the guys you listed there, Matteo M- 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 Ginobili as well. You know, to me, to me, it feels like there are guys that just accomplished a lot more than he has. And to me, like maybe when it's all said and done, he, he, he might be a top seventy-five player. But to me, uh, I I don't see it. I don't see this place falling. Even he himself. I mean, you talked about the Even he himself was surprised to get
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. He had uh, tweeted out. He said, "Wow." Of all time, wow. Like, those were his exact words. And, um, yeah, you know, I, he's one of those players that you just go, you sit back and you think, not yet. Not yet. You can't say that yet. Um, it's one of those players that you like, you gotta show me a little more. Like, yeah, he's won MVP a couple times, right? You yeah. know, uh, I'll well, pull it up here. Um, uh, yeah, um, uh, one-time MVP, sorry, seven-time All-NBA, nine-time NBA All-Star, three-time scoring champion, and one-time six Man of the Year award. So yeah, I mean, you know, the scoring champion's definitely uh, three times definitely improves his number, uh improves his case a little bit. And with that one MVP voting, but the year he won MVP uh, that year, like I, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier. Um, uh, the, the one time that he won MVP. Um, that year, like in my opinion, I feel like as though he didn't deserve that MVP. I feel like that if you were to ask me who that most valuable player was in 2018, you would have to say that was LeBron James. And uh, you know that like LeBron had had one of the best seasons of his career, and he's a multiple-time MVP winner. Uh, and to have one of the best seasons of his career, you take LeBron off of that Cavs team in 2018. They 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 don't even come anywhere close to where they went that year. They did. Uh, right after that season. Yeah, that, right after that season, they were, ooh, they, were they, they were so terrible. They were terrible. You got take got James up. Harden off of that off of that Rockets team in 2018. They still had Chris Paul and Clint Capella and PJ Tucker. You know names like names like that. So like you know again, another all time great on on the side of him that year. So they still would have been a playoff team. You know, so is he real? Was he really the most valuable? You can you can argue this. This is this is why this is a great topic because it is an argument. And I just don't. I personally feel like James Harden does not belong on this list yet. Yeah. He has to show me more. Two cents, Phil. people did make it. Yao Ming
3: is one. Just um, culturally, the impact that he had. Right. As a person out of Asia, that. Um, made an impact in the league in the way that he did. I mean, he might not have the individual accolades that some of the other people have on this list, but really it's hard to argue that there's anybody on that list who did more for their country in terms of, like, uh, you know, oh yeah, Uh, when I was like 10 years old, I had a Nickelodeon magazine, and the centerfold was uh, Ming's hand. And you're supposed to like press your own hand up against it just to see how large this man's hands were, and it just like just that impact that he got on my random Nickelodeon magazine just shows how crazy like at his height his popularity was.
1: Yeah, um, you know, like uh, when you, when you think of Yao Ming, you think of like like the uh, poster child for basketball in China. You know, like that is like that was. At one point, like, he was, like, the only, like, really Asian basketball player, like, of any prominence. He, you know, he put China on the map as far as the basketball goes. And now, in China, basketball is one of the most popular sports in China because of Yao Ming. And his cultural impact is, you know, as good as any uh, around, around in China. Not just in China, around the world, you know. I mean, Yao Ming became a household name. At, at one point in, I mean, his career. in the NBA, you could count relevant Asian players on one hand. One hand. Yeah, now, like, you know, like that, like, Lin uh, Sanity for a short while, you know, he was Asian born. Uh, you know, there's other players too, you know, uh, but, but Yao Ming, if they that wouldn't have been possible if Yao Ming, you know, if, if, That's if Yao right. Ming didn't have a you know, but, um, definitely, I mean, like, but when, but we also, like, I guess in the argument against Yao Ming is, yeah, he doesn't, he didn't have the longevity of other players and he didn't also have the, uh, individual the individual statistics of all these other players, but I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, you know, I, I feel as though like, you know, that, that has to say something, and, uh. Yeah, so I feel as though he should be on here. One person, one per, uh, person that is a very popular opinion around around the internet and around uh, basketball world that didn't make it is Clay Thompson. Um, a lot of people were upset that he didn't make it. Um, now, Clay Thompson to me falls under a category of overshadowed by the guy that's on his team because I mean. If you look at like if if Steph Curry wasn't a thing, right, uh, you know like Clay Thompson would have been regarded in a higher light, I guess. But you know like that's what makes that team, that Warriors team, so great is because of those two guys, you know. And yeah. uh, you know if you if, 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 Clay Thompson definitely was, uh, you know, as much you know like as much responsible for those championships as Steph Curry was too you know like he one couldn't win it without the other but you know let's say that they complement each other very well you know you could argue that that those two are the probably an, 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 an argument for the greatest backcourt of all time you know backcourt duo of all time um you know the splash brothers became a household name um so uh I will
3: uh, agree to disagree with you there, because uh, I feel like yes, they complemented each other very well. I feel like he could drop Steph Curry on any middle of the road hoop team, yeah. and he'd probably make them a contender. I don't know if I can say confidently that Clay Thompson could do the same by himself. I just don't think so. Yeah, I feel like I feel like be- he was always a great complimentary player, kind of like Scottie Pippen. Though Scottie Pippen is a great player in his own right. I felt like Scottie Pippen, if he was the centerpiece of a team, probably wouldn't have been as good as he was because of
1: on his team. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, you also look at this list, and uh, Jake had mentioned that uh, there was one that you didn't necessarily agree with, Jake. And this one, well, there's a couple of them that kind of batted your eye at and you're like, eh, I don't know, let's, well, the first one we'll talk about is uh, Giannis. We'll talk about Giannis. Yeah, to me,
2: like, he, he has, you know, he's done a lot in his young career. To me, just in my opinion, I feel like it's too soon. I feel like it's too soon to put him on that list already. I feel, yeah, you know, by the time his is done, yeah, you'd probably say that. By the time we they come up with a NBA one hundred, yeah, he'll definitely be on that list. Right now, to me, it just kind of feels like a, like a new guy thing. Like, yeah, he just did this most recently, so it's freshest in our mind, and we put him here. Like, not to say he, you know, he hasn't done his part into why they even put him on the team in the first place. But to me, I feel it's just a little premature.
3: Like I had said before. Um Giannis, I feel like, has more of an argument than James Harden just because he is a more diverse player in terms of his skill set. Because it feels like James Harden is that he's a scorer and not much else. With Giannis, he's a scorer, he's a defender, he's MVP. He's loyal because he had the opportunity to leave Milwaukee in an era where everybody leaves and joins a contender. He's stuck with his team. He won a title, and I respect the hell out of him for it. Yeah, you know, and,
0: um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, so, looking, looking at Giannis' numbers, like, over his career so far, I mean, as a rookie coming in uh, 2013, I mean, he averaged six points a game. Uh, to the next year, he doubled that to 12 points a game, and he's just improved his game so much uh, from 12 to 16, 20, and then 20-plus, basically, since 2016. Into this year, and I do agree with you, uh, Phil. I mean, his loyalty is, I mean, beyond compare. You know, and, and, and It's something that you rarely see in today's NBA. It's not something that'll show up in the statistic at the end right. of his career. But I mean, I, obviously, sport. obviously, we know people like like Kobe, Kobe stuck with the Lakers. Uh, uh, Dirk Nowinski, he stuck with Dallas for his whole career. Duncan with the Spurs. I mean, there's there's so it, it, it's a rarity,
3: and I feel like I'll always have more respect for Giannis' titles than a homie oh, hopper like, like Kyrie the, or Durant. Durant's, uh, Durant's, or Durant's right. Warrior titles. Yeah. To homie hopper,
0: who just option. So, so I, I think, you know, like it could it could be too early, but from what he's shown, especially this this past season, I think he he is deserving, to be honest. Like, um, because it was him and role players. I mean, it was hit. Yeah. It was him in pieces, and you know the, those pieces stepped up when he needed them to step up you know, in, in the NBA Finals. And so yeah, there, there's I, I do think he is deserving of a spot on this list, though. Of-
1: yeah, so do I. Um, you know, like. Uh, this is how I look at it, right? Um, one, you can't write the NBA story without mentioning Giannis. You can't. It's just undeniable. He's there. The Greek Freak is there, and um, especially as of the past, as of the past three or four years, you know. Uh, especially, you know, he's mass massively improved his game all around. Um, he's, you know. They used to think, like really, like when he was a scrawny little rookie, that he was like a one-trick pony. And then, you know, when uh, when Jason Kidd was his coach for a while, he developed him into a, into a passer. Um, and like Giannis's uh, floor vision is as good as anybody, uh, in my opinion. He can pass like a guard, uh, and he's a power forward you know, um, played played small forward when he entered the league, but now has, has transitioned well into that power forward position. Um, when it's all said and done, I think he'll be one of the best, if not the best at his position. It, and, and this is up for debate, obviously, you know, when you think great power forwards of all time, him, you, know, you think of Dirk Nowitzki, you know, uh, just to name a couple. Um, but, you know, when it's all said and done, I feel like Giannis will be right up, up yeah. there with them. Yeah. Um in in, in in another thing that you, you have to say is on this list, can you name seventy-five or seventy-six players better than Giannis? Can you honestly name? Can you name oh, no. seventy-five? Can, can, can you put game? seventy-five above, above 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 Giannis? As it stands right now today, he is a definitely without a shadow of a doubt a top seventy-five player. In my opinion, um, I think.
0: If at any point in any time in his career, if Giannis develops a shot, he is going to be the most dangerous <laughs> Which player. It does free throws in order to. Yep. Free throws, yep. I mean, he can I mean he he, hits, I, mean, he can I guess he can hit check. Yeah, I mean
1: yeah,
0: he he can hit, you, you know, know, a couple mid shots here, but if he hits a consistent shot, I mean, and we've seen him, you know, hit a couple few outside shots, you know, how how much you send up a prayer, don't know, but you Kind of like what's going on with the whole, like, Ben Simmons thing. Like, Ben Simmons, I think he's faking not having a shot because he can't actually shoot. He just doesn't want to. But same thing with him. Like, it was like if Ben Simmons had a shot, he'd be a great player. And I think if Giannis developed a shot consistently, he'd be top dog in the NBA, and he would be a top dog in the NBA for a long time. Yeah. dude. He's, he's, the dude's only 26. Yeah, 26, 27, 27 something like
1: that. You know, and, and and that comes in with time, but, you know, Jake, it's funny, you said you, you mentioned that Shaq got by without one, Yeah, without and, and it's funny that you say that, because that reminded me that Shaq, was, speaking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, and how dominant he is in that painted area, yeah. somebody asked Shaq, he's like, is he as good as you, and Shaq, in his own words, and, and you can look this up, this is yeah. not a lie, Said in his own words, "Oh, he's better than I ever was in the pain. He's better than I ever was in the pain." Oh, and and in that same in that same phrase said, "I'm and as a matter of fact, I'm giving him the, the nickname Superman. He's taking it from me. He's he's better than I ever was." As it is right now. Yeah, that's, that's that is high praise from, from the a greatest center. That's a humble, guy.
0: He's a humble guy. He's a humble guy. But I mean like I mean, but can you really disagree I mean, with him is, though? I mean this is this is yeah. the same this is the same dude. This is this is the same shag that told his kids, listen, you ain't rich, I'm rich. Like <laughs> same dude, come on, <laughs> it's the same dude, same dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. same same dude, same dude. Like I work for my money. Like
1: that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's you definitely. know, that definitely, without a doubt, high praise from one of the greatest of all time, right, for yeah. sure. Um, but, you know, but that just that just shows how highly of, of uh, like former players think of this guy. Because, I mean, like, in an era where it's all stretching out behind the three-point line, jack up shots from half court, call the janitor in from the fucking bathroom to shoot a three-pointer, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But, like, but Giannis says, I'm going to get it done the way I want to do it. You know, and that to me just, you know, solidifies your legacy So another player on that
2: list I disagree in a way is Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) What's going
2: on, man? Well, you know, the way with Anthony Davis is, I feel like, is if he hasn't been... A dominant enough player, right? Innocent, like you know, he had the the run with the Pelicans and that wasn't you know. To to his credit, he was kind of in a shit situation, yeah. and it was hard yeah. to flourish there. But at the same time, you know, he he's, he's had his injury um, history issues. I just feel as if when it's all said and done, again, that's probably a guy you will say when they do the one hundred. Yeah, that he belongs there. But right now, I just don't feel he's there yet. I I don't feel he's in the top seven. I don't feel like he's ever been yeah. like a dominant player. Yeah, like, I mean... He's had, his, he's had his flashes. He's had
0: his moments. Yeah.
2: Anthony Davis,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a one-time NBA champion. I mean, obviously, that weird bubble season with the Lakers. Uh, eight-time All-Star, one-time NBA, uh, All-Star MVP, four-time All-NBA, all-NBA and three-time NBA uh, block champion. Um, the defense yes. has always been there. Yeah, defense yeah, like, has always been there. I just feel like, you know, how how... Great, can you can you be if you need more greatness to surround you? Yeah, that's my thing. It's like I kind of feel like
2: he's, he's somewhat of a glorified role player who can do some more. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like he can do more. He's extraordinary to be that extra role player, but at the same time, he's not a guy that gets it done like a lot of these guys. Obviously.
3: I just feel like his legacy is kind of neutered a little bit at this point just because he spent so much time on those poopy Dolphins teams. Mm-hmm. It's like Zion right now. It's kind of trapped there for his, the beginning of his career. Yes, yeah. just, just, there just there, unmarketable, dead
1: end franchise. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Anthony Davis is a, is definitely one of those guys that you know still got still got a uh, pretty uh, long, well, not not like a long time, it's like. He's, he's like at the at the at the middle part of his career, and uh, he's still got he still got some room to improve. You know, don't get me wrong, but like, um, you know, there's still there's still a, a little bit of basketball to be played for him. You know, there's still some yeah. time to be on this basketball court and to further build his legacy. I think he's he's getting there. He's getting there to be considered one of the top seventy five players of all time. I think once you know, like you said, Jake, once this. Uh, it, it, once we're talking about the NBA hundred, less than twenty five years from now, we're definitely going to be putting Anthony Davis in that conversation. Yeah. Um, especially if you know if this you know if, if this run with him and LeBron um, pans out to a couple more championships. Yeah. Um, but you know I'm I'm just going to have to see I'm going to have to see more I'm going to have to see a little bit more from him for me to say that he is a top seventy five player of all time. Um, um, I just don't think he's there yet. Please stay healthy.
2: Yeah, another another guy I feel was and um, we debated this. With Vince Carter.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Vince Carter to me, I feel like it is it is right to be left off this list. Yes, he's number what? He's number nineteen, 19. all time scoring. Um, but uh, if you look at like the, the his decline. Because the last time he had a double, like, a 20-point-per-game season was in 08, 2008, and he retired in 2020. You know what I mean? Like, that's a long time of being a just barely above average to mediocre player for me to consider you one of the greatest ever. Because, yeah, you can argue, yeah, he was, you know... He had the longevity. Of his yeah, career was longevity. impressive. That's like the part of his like. But but I mean, then you also look at how many years LeBron's played, right? Vince Carter played like what, twenty three years? LeBron's on year, like 18, 19 or something like that. That's a tough comparison. <laughs> but 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 I mean, I mean it's really not though. No because, way that
2: nobody's called Vince Carter
1: the greatest. No, role. I'm not. I'm not saying he is, Jake. But I'm saying that you look at a player like LeBron. He never he never declined. He never declined in any of his play as the seasons went on. Vince Carter declined massively. Vince Carter declined massively over the longer his career got. I guess, as we said, it's also a, it's also a cultural aspect. Well, his cultural aspect is unquestionable. Yes, that like the what he, he did for the greatest dunker of all time. Yeah, greatest dunker of all time, and what he did for the city of Toronto. Like you know, he he put Toronto. On the map for basketball for for basketball fans. If the if the if the Raptors would have never uh, made that trade in the draft to get him, that like they, their franchise would have never taken off to what it has today. You know, as far uh, as like a, a good market for uh, NBA team.
2: It, it's the longevity to his legacy and, and that cultural aspect as
1: to why one would make the argument he should be down in seventy five list. Raptors' the biggest superstar nowadays is Drake.
2: Oh for, That's all you got.
1: Hey Kara. Is thing? Yeah. I have been looking. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Um, you know, uh one player that um that is uh is up for debate as well <coughs> as, we, as we talked about earlier. Uh, well, a couple people. We'll we'll start with uh, Damian Lillard first. We'll start with Damian Lillard first. Um, yeah, this is one of those situations where it is like his it, where you know we like to say loyalty plays into a factor of his legacy, um, but in this case, I feel like his loyalty hinders his legacy. And I also feel
3: like he's a guy. I agree with you that. I would like to see him play somewhere else. I feel like I don't want to watch Danny waste his entire career in Portland surrounded by C.J. McCollum. So hard so like, like, talent. Like, a and Like, I would like to see him join, not like a actual contender, but maybe, maybe somebody who was like a, team, a team he, Yeah, a team he could make that. If it was a team like join Brooklyn, I would immediately hate him. And it would go against everything I respect him for. But but I agree with you that if he stays there for his entire career at hinder his Legacy because he won't make those deep playoff runs that is needed to be
1: considered yeah, one of the greatest I mean,
2: He's lacking those out accolades and that's what kinda of hurts his case to be on the seventy five yeah. you know I mean, and well, like we playoff, said with
3: James, he is a primary scorer. He's not very good defensively as a point guard. He doesn't right. really grab rebounds. I don't know how he is assisting-wise. I don't really know how much of a playmaker he is. But I do know that he's cold-blooded and clutch performances. do he know that he's going on
1: as he ever. Name time. I mean, but, like, it. I mean, like, you know, like, uh, here's the
3: reasons why we love
1: him. But there's also a case
3: to be made as to why he was left on foot. Like, I'm if he were like,
1: on a team that was contending sure. for contending for championships every year, those all those clutch time performances in late in the fourth quarter and overtime, all those, all those performances would have meant something. Now I feel like for every in the
3: playoffs, for every clutch moment he has, there's a series right after that where they lose in five. And it's yeah. not mm-hmm. That's what frustrates get, me most you get
2: about his yeah, It's like you forget about it because they just smashed get smashed by the nuggets in five or something. It yeah, like, you know, that, that's the tough reality of it.
1: Yeah, they made the Western Conference Finals once, and they got they got smoked. Smoke. They got smoked, you yeah. know. And it's and it's you know, and that's not Dame's fault. You no. I mean? Like him not wanting to play anywhere else is, you know, like yeah. that. You know, it, it's it's known. I mean, Portland's not that big of a market. Not a, a lot of you know, it's not going to attract any free agents yeah. to come there. I mean, even with as high-profile a player Dame Willard is, he's not going to get those high-profile players to come to Portland. But that Western Conference final run was so forgettable that I forgot that even happened until you brought it up. And I was like, Man. oh yeah, they didn't get that far. Yeah,
2: you know. They it really it's, didn't have anything to show for it. Mario was
3: really happy. To shout to
2: Mario.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sure to he's sure to one, one of those things. I was the, really happy for him too yeah. because I feel like, you know, Dame definitely deserves it. You know, yep. he definitely deserves a moment like that. But yeah but to put him on the nba 75 list over somebody like tony parker over somebody like uh, a hall of famer like yao ming or somebody like um chris webber chris Weber or something you know people like that um you know like it just it's just it leaves a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth right now and yeah you know Dave has got still got some career ahead of him left you know he still got some He's still got some solid years of basketball ahead of him, but uh, for right now, I, I feel as though he doesn't deserve to be on this list. Right. I'm just going to put my hand up and say we got 10. Okay, all right. Hmm. Cool. Um, so, do you, do you want to go into the five? But, uh, sure. Uh, sure. I uh, let's talk the about Kawhi cool. Leonard a little bit first. Cool. Okay, so another player that um, that we think should be talked about because there's some different opinions on this said player, kind of like how there's some different opinions on Giannis. Um Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's an interesting one. The claw. because uh, cause to me, okay, so this is
2: this is warning. So this is a bias from a Spurs fan. I just feel to me he has a tainted legacy. Yes he had that you know he had that great run in twenty fourteen. But he was created and developed through the Spurs system. If not for the proper coaching, he didn't have a shot. He didn't have he had good defensive play, but he did not have a lot coming into the Spurs system. They created and molded this guy and then when his uncle wanted to leave and, you know, head off to LA with a with a pit stop to Toronto, it happened. It, he got he got his way from whining and crying. And Kawhi goes on he you know, the the Spurs now again, you got to look this up. I believe it was it was a hamstring or an Achilles or something like that. Tony Parker had a worse off, significant injury than Kawhi Leonard. Tony Parker came back before Kawhi Leonard did, and the rest of the team is looking at Kawhi like, dude, you're fine. Why aren't you playing? Because he was, you know, trying to you know serve his future and hold on. You know, he played nine games his last season in San Antonio, and you know that puts a damper on the legacy he left after winning that title in '14. And also the fact that he's playing the same kind of games as the Clippers right now at the back end of their season.
3: Yeah, I feel like for uh, the reasons we love Damian Lillard and Giannis, it goes both ways with Kawhi because it feels like every time he sees adversity on a team, he wants to quit and go somewhere else in a better scenario. Or wherever represent- really, his uncle wants to I about. personally don't respect or like players like that, but you cannot deny that he brought titles to two different franchises, and not right. a lot of players can say that. And he was undoubtedly the centerpiece of both those teams. Right. So as much as I dis- I don't like the way that he handles himself, because like I said, it feels like whenever he's reaching
1: adversity with a team, he just puts on and goes somewhere else. Yeah, he um, did bring two titles to two different teams. He did, and uh, another, another point, too, that I would like to put in is um, Back in 2017, um, they made the Spurs made it to the Western Conference Finals, and um, Kawhi was a very big reason for that. And if it wasn't for one Zaza Pachulia. No, so, I could I could rant for three hours about that. Right? We'll leave that we we'll leave that
2: for another day. Okay, I'll just go. With Zaza as a scumbag, he was planted there to, to hurt. Oh,
3: that's, uh, that's what led to his uncle wanting to leave. But that that
1: injury like was yes. what caused him not to be, caused him to miss a lot of time, and and if you. One could say if that injury never happened, oh, yeah. it be the, the, Spurs, Spurs the Spurs would have made the finals because they were looking like they were going to beat the they Warriors. They were mauling them. They were they mauling them. Were mauling they were them. Like and they were, the Warriors looked scared. Yeah. And yeah. So that's another topic for another day. But I personally feel like Kawhi definitely belongs on this list because, I mean, if you think about some of the greatest two-way players of all time, you have to. You have to. You have to mention his name. Just solely off the fact that how he shut down LeBron fucking James in the twenty fourteen finals. When the year before that LeBron was giving him the business. LeBron was giving the Spurs the business.
0: And ex that next year Kawhi stepped up and said, Let me check LeBron and he fucking did.
1: He boom. fucking did. And Boom, Spurs and five, you know Yeah. <laughs> boom, Spurs and five. So I mean like you know, there's arguments, yes, his loyalty definitely leaves a sour taste in your mouth. I will agree with you on that. But you cannot make this list without Fly. You cannot.
0: You can't. Yeah, I mean, as far as far as a two-way player goes, I mean, there's uh, very comparable to one, one of my favorite players. Scotty. Right, it's Scotty. <laughs> Pitt, my boy right here. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, Pippin ain't easy. Pippen, uh, because, yeah, Kawhi's a two-time champion, we mentioned it, you know, with two different teams two-time MVP's final, two-time uh, Defensive Player of the Year. But as far as, like, the other end of the floor, I mean, five-time all, uh, All-NBA, five-time All-Star, seven-time All-Defensive team. I mean, if you take away the, which you can't really, but if you do, if you take away the six championships that Scotty won with the Bulls, you know, you're looking at seven-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA, ten-time All-Defense. I mean, Kawhi is literally just a, a step below Scotty. Scotty was a fantastic player. Yeah. And, and cool. i still got some time to go, too. You
1: know, he's, you know. An, he's another player like Lillard, like Harden, like AD, that his
0: career's not so over. He's, he's still, still got, got a lot up. of
1: basketball ahead of him. So, it, it, but, it, it, like but it, it <laughs> is. It's just his,
0: his loyalty and the way that he's exiting teams. And saying, it's it, just that's hurting that's him. That's why I slid it set it up when he feels like it. When he feels yeah. Like, yeah. like
3: it? When his uncle
2: feels like it, too.
3: You know, one player that uh, we haven't talked about at all that I kind of feel is a little underrated, probably not supposed to be on this list, but Draymond Green, I feel like he does everything except for scoring, and I know it's an era where scoring is king, but... I mean, he's an integral part of all those titles. Oh, for the oh, yeah. No, seriously. Without
1: Draymond, team, that team would not be the
3: same. He should be on the top 75, but I feel like if we're going to talk about honorable mentions, I feel like we should. Yeah, we should mention him. We name. should
0: mention Ben
1: Wallace, too. Yeah. Ben Wallace.
0: I mean, because if you're, if you're going to put, because, I mean, obviously, Draymond reminds, reminds me a lot of Ben Wallace, but he also reminds me a lot of Dennis Rodman. Yep. When Dennis Rodman wasn't brought to the Bulls to be a scorer, he was brought to... Randall. Well, oh, I mean, rebound. rebound. Bring that in yeah. 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 And, and, and about Dennis
1: Rodman, I would say I would go on record saying that as far as like uh like rebounding the basketball goes, that there's nobody better than no. Dennis Rodman. Dennis works. Rodman broke his penis twice so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I mean you <laughs> want, <a> <laughs> <problem>. <laughs> you want uh, an animal like that
3: on the floor fighting. I day. mean you want you wanna <laughs> you wanna talk about a
0: guy who is <laughs> playing <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Uh, went yeah, went yeah. missing. And then. Yeah, he, he shows up like, with the NWO. He's fighting Carl along with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then and he's, like, then he's in bed with Carmen Electra. And then he's marrying himself. And now he's in South Korea. fucking rocks. Like, okay. that man, he is living. He talk about cultural life. impact. That he man. Is everywhere. Everywhere. Just like, man, just like on the court, grabbing rebounds. I mean,
3: it's everywhere. Well, I would definitely make the argument he has tea or something. I don't
1: know. That 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 man, Oh. If you're watching, we are we are we're fans. This is yeah. awesome. we're, we're fans. Love you. We're, we're fans. <laughs> you are a legend, sir. You, de- you are well deserving of <laughs> being on this list. Two
2: times.
1: Two times. Well, um now let's get into this. Alright, so looking at this list, you see you, you see that there's players that no doubt about it, should be on this list. That like these are like the greatest of all time that are on this list. Uh, guys like LeBron James, guys like Michael Jordan, guys like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Shaq. You know, you know the names go on and on. You know, there's so many names on this list that very well deserve to be on here. Um, so we, um, you know, we want to give our uh, each of our opinion. Uh, who are top five greatest players of all time on uh, And, again, do we want to do a particular order? Do we want to go one to five, or do we want to just say five I, in a particular I order? I
3: personally don't have
1: really have an order. No, I don't really. I, I like, have
3: an order one through, like three.
1: Okay. So, all right. So, so Phil, awesome. why don't we start off with you? Five, top five, no particular order. Uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James,
3: uh, Bill. Phil. Uh, uh um, chamber on 'cause you tried to convince me earlier. Mm-hmm. You didn't try to convince me, but you made a good argument. Uh dude dude dude. Who the hell else did I say? Uh, Kobe. Kobe Frost. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. And uh I think you said Kareem earlier, didn't you? I did say Kareem. You did say Kareem. Yeah. But it was him or Magic Johnson, but then you're gonna talk about the record. Yeah, then yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. But
0: uh Alright, Jake. what do you got? Top five.
2: Yeah, we're got Michael,
1: LeBron, and ben. yeah, Bill, Bill Russell. Russell. So Michael, LeBron, That's Duncan. It's not in order. Yeah. Okay. Duncan. Duncan, Duncan no. No. You got
3: Duncan on there
2: too? Bill Russell. No. No. no, Bruce, no, no, no I'm just I'm just, through just through. trying to yeah. rename the Russell, that camera. My ankle.
1: Right yeah. Um. Russell, Kobe, LeBron, Michael. Okay. Michael.
0: Michael Duncan. Michael, Michael Duncan. 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 Michael Douglas.
1: Oh. <laughs> <It> <laughs> sounds like a generic uh a generic 2K name. Duque. <laughs> Michael
2: Duncan. Uh, I'll, on, I'll, me, on, so. I'll go on record and say Duncan Robinson's parents are awesome for uh,
0: Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, give me uh give me MJ. Uh give me Kareem,
1: give me Will. Jack LeBron. Yeah, so um, I'm going to personally do mine in order because uh, I just feel like as though I need to. Um, this is my top five in order greatest of all time. Um, and settling the GOAT debate for me uh, is uh, LeBron James, number one. Uh, I feel as though if you're talking about the most complete basketball player that ever played this game, the best basketball player to ever play this game. That LeBron is unquestionably that guy. Um, as great as Jordan was, um, you have to you have to account that. Like Jordan, um, to me, Jordan. I, I I put Jordan behind LeBron, just because of the simple fact LeBron can do everything. Guard one through five. Uh, facilitate when he has to score when he has to defend when he has to Um, you know like LeBron is just a do it all guy he just does everything at the highest level um but I mean number two Michael Jordan obviously like there's those two are in a class of their own if if I have to be honest um to me there is nobody that can touch those two um uh, three, I'm going to have to go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, obviously Kareem, number one on, uh, on all-time scoring list. That sky hook was yeah, undef—that was undefendable. That is the most. Uh, that is the hardest shot to defend in in the in the NBA history, along with uh, shots like Dirk's fadeaway. Is another one of those unguardable shots that he just worked for him and fit him like a glove. Um, for, I would have to say Bill Russell. Um, Bill Russell, I feel as though doesn't get enough respect when being uh, put into the, 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 the greatest players to ever play this game. Um, simply because of the era he played in, uh, kind of, I guess, it hinders his arguments. But to me, in any era, if you win 11 championships out of playing 13 seasons, and mind you, two of those... Seasons he won uh, championships. He was a coach. He was playing and coaching that team. So I mean, like you know that that has to that has to account for something. I mean, yes, it, he's not going to wow you with his scoring numbers. He's not going to you know, but he, he he could sure rebound the ball with the best of them. And he and you're talking about the greatest defenders of all time. You have to put him in that category because you know. Like uh, when he when he put Wilt in over uh, Bill Russell, I kind of had a little hissy fit with uh, when we were playing in this episode because I'm like, how the hell can you put somebody that used to dominate uh, Wilt Chamberlain ahead of you know ahead of you know someone like that? Uh, you can't put Wilt ahead of Bill Russell in my opinion because I mean you know there's multiple final series where where uh, Bill Russell handled Will Chamberlain just handle them. And honestly, uh, rounding out this top five for me, I have to give my respect to Kobe Bryant, uh, because you talk about somebody as dominant as Will Chamberlain was, that uh, 100-point game in 1962, that impossible triple-digit scoring game. Yeah, in one game, uh, that happened. Uh, The only player that was ever close to that was Kobe Bryant, and I feel as though... Kobe Bryant should be regarded as one of the one of the greatest players of all time. I mean, just off that alone. I mean, not even even to account for him winning, you know, doing a three-peat with, you know, with the Lakers and his young in his career while he had Shaq. And then without him, as the centerpiece of of, of a team, one another won another two without Shaq. And it had an MVP season between that. So, I mean, yeah, the amount of MVPs kind of hinder him being in the same light as Jordan and LeBron, but, I mean, like, it, like you can't say he wasn't as skilled as either one of those guys. He definitely had the skills. Right. But they just didn't – the numbers didn't result in in the the MVP votings. They, they just didn't consider him for the MVP voting. I, honestly, if you could think of Kobe, you should, like – I mean you want to talk cultural impact. Yeah. Uh hello like you said earlier what do you say when you're shooting a, like a balled up piece of paper in a trash can Kobe oh, you know like it's it, it's cultural. I mean like you know and then you know not even to mention when he when he passed away the amount of love that he received from all of his fans across the world not just in in the US across the world uh, came to his side. You know, his his rivals were you know like were in in tears, sobbing like young children that had just lost a toy or something. Like they were sobbing because this man impacted their life so much and had a positive impact. You know, Kobe. You know, Kobe is one of a kind, and his loyalty
2: is unquestioned, work ethic unquestioned. So that's my top five. Now, now the, the biggest honorable
1: mention we have to shoot in here. Is the the fact
2: that you cannot separate Larry Bird
1: and Magic Johnson? No, Magic and Bird. Yeah, we all came to a census agreement here that when you're when you're if if we're if there were to be another like a, a on going if we're going on to ten that number six is Magic and Bird in a package deal. It, like there is no seven. You can't put one above the other. Like it, it has to be six, and then the next is eight. They are tied at six. Uh, You know, because you can't, like, I mean, their rivalry was just so storied and so many final series against each other. Um, Even Uh, even going back to their college days, they were were bitter rivals. And, you know, they were always trying to one-up each other their whole career. And if you ask them now, if you ask them now, one's going to say, that one's the greatest over the other. You know, so, um, yeah, you know, uh, but... Another little sidebar, and this is a little bit of a biased statement here. If Larry Bird could have hired somebody to do his yard work and his mom's yard work, we might have to be having a different go But I'm gonna, I'll leave that, I'll leave that up for you know discussion later. Because I mean, you know, it, towards you think of Larry Bird towards the end of his career, you know, Magic Johnson had the, the AIDS thing that, had, that happened yeah. to him. And Larry Bird had that horrible back injury that hindered him from being that Larry Bird we knew and loved. I mean, he was still like a, you know, like a 15, 16 point per game scorer, you know, and still getting facilitating the ball at a high level. But he wasn't that same dominant Larry Bird that we, you know, we came to, we came to love. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so. This is uh you know this has been a fun episode. We had a lot of fun doing this. We want to throw in our like
2: just just a little shout out to some of the guys that made the list, like some of the guys like Dirk Wit Yeah, Dirk
1: definitely uh, one that I you know I definitely uh, I I've been I was a big fan of Paul Pierce. I mean you know I'm a Celtics fan. I gotta gotta give love to the truth. Shout out to a man who made my life miserable for a year, Ray Allen. Yeah, Ray Allen. But Ray Allen was at one point the 13 finals. Ray Allen was one point my favorite player in the league, and then at another point he was my, my I hated his guts because he left Boston. So uh, uh, KG, the big ticket, uh, you know, uh, you talk about the greatest power forwards of all time. He definitely deserves to be in that category. Um, shout out to um, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Uh, Great, great point guard, you know, one of the greatest point guards of all time. So you can't believe... Yeah. <laughs> um shout out to the man um shout out to the man Jerry West, the logo. the logo. The logo of the damn league, you guys. Uh, you know, so there's no way you can make yeah. uh, no, Man. And also, man, shout out to D-Wade, dude. Shout out to D-Wade for being one of the fucking coolest. Like one of the one of the most exciting players to watch during my era growing up. I was a I was a pretty big D Wade fan when I was a kid. So Mm -hmm. definitely got to give some shout out to D Wade. Yeah. Anything else? Don't forget Lionel Richie. Um,
3: (laughs) Also a notable player in the NBA. (laughs) What?
0: GOAT STATUS. I can't. Uh, I can My, my, my. Jimmer Jim, Jim, Fredette. You know. Jimmer <laughs> Fredette. Jimmer Fredette. at 76. top 76. Uh, no, uh, I think, I think, I think my big, my biggest uh, shout out uh, is a guy that I, I love to uh, watch film on when I was, when I was playing basketball, uh, and that was David Robinson. Uh, mm, yes. Him, him and Tim Duncan both, I mean, definitely. Two of my favorite players to that didn't play for you know the Bulls that I, I loved to watch because um, uh, they were just I mean they were fundamentally sound and I loved to it kind to of felt,
2: it kind of felt like Tim Duncan was the reward that David Robinson had worked yeah. so long
0: for he was just like he
2: was like the centerpiece of San Antonio and here comes yeah. Duncan like let's get over the hump let's win two titles together yeah right yeah I
0: mean you know he, he was he, he was you know he was the admiral um, you know serving his time in, in the in the, the military, military and then going on to have a great NBA career. Uh, so definitely shout out to him because I mean he he, he taught me a lot about how, how to be how to be a big man. So and we we, we do
2: our best to not mention White Mambo Brian Scalabrini as well. Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> White Mambo Scalabrini. No but True, out of seriousness though, there's a couple other players that uh I really I really want to mention here. Um I mean Dr. J, you know, like a lot of you know, you, you, you think of a lot of people on this list that were influenced by Dr. J, like one, uh, Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. Michael Jordan. The original
0: foul line dunk. Yeah, that foul, the original foul line
1: dunk. Uh, you know, players like, uh, you know, like a, like a shoot, um, like Clyde Drexler was in, influenced by him. You know, like a lot of uh, the, the generation, like the late 80s to early 90s players really grew up watching him, and, and loved and respected his game. Even LeBron James who went out and said that Dr. J was one of his favorite players of all time. Um, you know, very, you know, underrated um, player in, in, of all time, in my opinion. And honestly, LeBron even put him in his top five. Uh, when, when LeBron was asked what his top five was, he put Dr. J uh, so that tells you the. I mean, it, it, you know, getting started on the cultural impact that he had, man. I could go. We could go on for days talking about the cultural impact that he had. Yep. Uh, you know, he was a, a. He was the face of the ABA. You yes, know, like yes. you know, if you if you're talking about professional basketball just without the NBA, like this, like he could. We could be having to put his stock up a little bit because he right. was the ABA before the merger. For the merger to the NBA, he was the NBA. He was the face of that uh, that uh, you know that league. Um, I mean, you know, like uh, the leader, the leading assist of all time, John Stockton. Uh, you know, another great point guard,
0: um, Isaiah Thomas, another great point guard. John Stockton, Karl Malone, revolution uh, revolutionizing the pick and roll. Yep, they revolutionized that.
1: Okay. Uh, Jason Kidd was another player that I loved, loved, loved to watch growing up. Um, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller was another one. I mean, you know, there's so many players on this I course. mean, this is why they're 75, the 75 team. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. this is why they're there. You know, and then there's some players that we named off that – you know that you're not really going to understand who they were because of, you know there's a lot of players that were integral to the beginning of the NBA. you know the NBA's history and you know they, the NBA game. like you know NBA wants to pay respect to those players yeah. so you know and that's understandable you know you got to you got to have your int- history integrated into you know honoring player. honoring the top 75 especially a span over 75 years you know that's it's a long time.
0: Long time, it is. Long time. All right, that wraps it up for us, though. Yep, that is it for us. This is uh, first, uh, first, before we close things out, want to take a special shout out to Franco's uh, Pizzeria and Deli for letting us use the space uh, down here. So, if you're if you want some good food and a family environment, because they are a family at Franco's, uh, pop in uh, 901 East Genesee Street. Uh, tell them that KFR Sportscast sent you. Yep. So uh,
1: yeah. Big Sexy
0: yeah. I can't promise any discounts, um, but, <laughs> uh, but I can promise good food. I can promise that amazing, amazing food. food. Amazing food. Other than that, it's been BG Brian Gilbert in the flesh with everybody. He's here. I can touch him. Like Touchable,
2: yeah, a blank that's inappropriate. Little wet, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, also shout out oh, to Kira. Shout out to Kira, our director. Not sleeping, that's the And also, and also making sure that this whole video recorded. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. so, uh, so, uh, right? there
1: wasn't part three. We no. did it. No. We did it oopsie poopy.
0: Yeah, as as there always is in, media uh, but this has been bg brian gilbert we always appreciate philip domino joining us thank you bro uh, thank you for being a trooper no problem. yeah for real uh, and big sexy jacob Raider and the heel jacob bradley this has been kfr sportscast uh if you're not subscribed to our youtube channel do it and hit that little bell so you can see know these it. videos. Man. just do it, do it. Uh, and if you can't watch us, you can listen to us on uh, apple Podcasts, spotify and google Podcasts. Anywhere that you go, we can go with you. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cast. That is it. 75 NBA team sportscast. You heard it here. Maybe first. Second. Doesn't matter. You heard it here. KFR Sportscast. Peace out. Big sexy out. Woo!